Hey there, Pokemon trainers. Welcome back to another episode of Dragon Dance, a Pokemon podcast. This is the podcast where I talk about Pokemon type combinations, when they first appeared, all of the Pokemon with said type combination, and how they stacked up on the competitive side of things. I am your host, Santiago, aka the Aztec Dragon. Alright, I do apologize for the slight tardiness on today's episode. I have had a bit of a hectic sleep schedule the past maybe 24, 36 hours. Um, If there's something that you need to know about me is that one, I am, aside from being a Pokemon fan, I'm also a fan of wrestling, particularly, particularly WWE, and I am a big fan of soccer or football, depending on what part of the world you're in. So... On Saturday night, there was a wrestling event that I did not realize was going to run until midnight. It was like 12.30 when the last match ended. And then, uh, because the U.S. was in the World Cup, they were facing Sweden. And <laughs> because they the, World, the Women's World Cup is taking place in Australia, time zones and whatnot are different than what it is where I live. So I had to wake up at like... So the game started at like 5.10-ish, so I woke up at around 4.55, so I got maybe four hours of sleep at most on Saturday night, and then, um, yeah, so unfortunately the U.S. women's national team was eliminated, which was a bummer, uh, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so I didn't get to sleep that much that night, and then after the game, the game ended like around seven something, and then I went back to sleep. But because it was already daylight, it, I had a little bit harder time one falling asleep and then staying asleep. So I had to continue with my day. And then last night I went to bed like at my normal time, which is like around nine ten, and I couldn't fall asleep until almost midnight. So yeah, um, so a bit of a bit of a hectic sleep schedule. But I I'm coming out with this episode now, and then. I'm going to try to get back on schedule. Anyways, uh, as you can see by the title of this episode, I will be covering news and updates that we have forward to look forward to in the month of August. I'll be covering some Pokemon Go stuff, main series Pokemon stuff, and some live slash in-person events. If you're listening to this episode when it comes out, it will be August 7th, 2023. And as of today, Pokemon Go Fest has already kicked off in London, England, and Osaka, Japan. Actually, no. So if you're listening to it now, it has already ended because it goes from August 4th to August 6th. So GoFest in London and Osaka, Japan has ended as of yesterday. And there is one last GoFest, one live in-person GoFest that will run from August 18th to August 20th in New York City in the U.S. All of these GoFest events are ticket uh, and quests are ticket only and the price of the ticket is 30 us dollars for each player i do believe that there will be some extra spawns for the general public but if you really want to get those bonuses those extra spawns uh the quests and everything you do have to pay for a ticket which like i said is 30 us dollars and this event uh, will be on each of these days between 9 a.m to 7 p.m where you can either play in Randall's Island Park or throughout New York City, depending on which time slot you choose. So about that, you do get to choose how you spend your day. There's going to be a morning or afternoon experience. 
where you get to choose if you want to go to Randall Island Park in the morning or in the afternoon, you get to choose. And, or if you want to just walk around New York City as your experience, which is nice. So you don't have to be in one area for all 10 hours, which if you are playing all 10 hours, kudos to you because that is a lot. If you're And if you're going to Pokemon Go Fest in New York, just make sure you take plenty of breaks, drink plenty of water, and stay safe. I wish I could go to Go Fest. And I went to New York City a few years ago, and it was a lot of fun. I think it would be a cool experience. However, I do need to save up the monies. And two, it is still August, and I sweat a bunch. So I couldn't really stay out and walk around for too long. Otherwise, I would just soak through my shirt. And the second bit of Pokemon Go news is that GoFest Global will run from August 26th through August 27th. Now, this is not an in-person event, or, I mean, it is, like, Pokemon Go, so you do have to go outside. However, you don't have to go to a particular area. This is worldwide, and the event is free to play for everyone. In previous GoFests, there would be different biomes where certain Pokemon would spawn for, like, two hours. For instance, one year there was a jungle biome where, with a lot of grass, poison, and bug types. And I know that there was something else, but I'm forgetting a little bit. Um, but yeah, and also during GoFest, Unknown will be spawning during this event, and the shiny rates for everything is a lot higher than they normally are. And that's it for the general public. However, you can also purchase a ticket that unlocks a quest for you so that you can get Diancy. Diancy is a mythical Pokemon, which is Fairy Rock, that you can receive after completing multiple tasks. And Mega Diancy will be coming out soon, so if you get this Diancy at some point, you may be able to Mega Evolve it. So that's cool. And that seems to do it for the GoFest news. In other Pokemon Go related news, later this month, we will be having Froakie Community, Community Day on August 13th from 2 to 5 p.m. of your local time. The bonuses for Froakie Day will include three times catch Stardust, two times catch candy, and a double chance to receive XL candy. You also will get one additional special trade for a total of three special trades that day, and trades will be at a reduced Stardust cost. I think it is reduced by 50%, if I'm correct. And when you evolve Frogadier to Greninja, it will also know the move Hydro Cannon only during Community Day. All of these bonuses and special charge move will be available from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. Froki will spawn only from 2 to 5, but the bonuses will last till 10 of your local time. Also, starting on Froki Community Day, Greninja will be able to learn the fast move Water Shuriken, which is is exclusive. Is it? Currently, in Pokemon Go, will be its only exclusive move. And I think it's also the only exclusive move that Greninja seems to have in the main series as well. It's not a special move, so you can get it after Community Day. You can just fast TM it if you already have a Greninja, uh, but only once Freaky Community Day starts. Raid-wise, the most important things that will be coming out are Mega Rayquaza starting August 27th at 8 p.m. your local time. And that's really good because not only will you be able to get 
regular Rayquaza from these raids, but you're also going to be able to get Mega Energy. So if you have a good Rayquaza, make sure to to get it at a higher CPU or whatever, or whatever you want to do. Just make sure that uh, it is ready for Mega Evolution. And there are a few legendaries returning, like Cresselia, Xerneas, and Yveltal. But the best returning legendaries are going to be Primal Groudon and Primal Kyogre. This will be the first time that the Primal Raids, that sorry, Primal Raids will be back since they first came out. And I think that covers it for the Pokemon Go news. Almost. And I say almost because starting August 8th through the 14th, which is, I believe, yes, yeah, so tomorrow, Tuesday, the Pokemon World Championship will be taking place in Yokohama, Japan. This event spans across multiple days and will be a hub of Pokemon-related events and competition. During the World Championship, there will obviously be a VGC or a video game championship in which players will follow Regulation D rules and will crown the VGC champion of 2023. There will also be championships slash tournaments for other Pokemon competitions such as the Pokemon Go League Battle, the Trading Card Game, and Pokemon Unite. So if you are a fan of any of those, whether it's VGC, GBL for Pokemon Go, TCG, or Unite, you should definitely check that out via their um, their Twitch channel because Pokemon the Pokemon Company will be streaming these events on Twitch and I also think on YouTube. So if you want to catch some of the action, check that out uh, if you're a big fan of that. And if you're one of the lucky individuals that will be attending this event in person, that is super awesome. I really hope that you have tons of fun. I do believe that there will be additional things to do other than competing or spectating. As of right now, I'm not completely sure what those events will be, but I do know that there will be a lot of merchandise being sold at these pop-up Pokemon stores. Also, if you're traveling to Japan for this, I'm sure you've also planned to do something fun that's non-Pokemon related. So enjoy yourselves, have fun, and stay safe. And that does it for the in-person news stuff. Now on to the last bit of news. All right, guys, get hype, Pokemon trainers. So on August 8th, which is this Tuesday, the official the official Pokemon Go channel, sorry, <laughs> not Pokemon Go, the official Pokemon channel will be releasing a Pokemon Presents at 6 a.m. Pacific time or 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. If you're not sure what a Pokemon Present is, is it's a video containing news regarding all things Pokemon. This news ranges from updates to either Pokemon Go or any of the other current existing games, um, just news on release dates for mobile game, new mobile games or even new console games. So this usually brings us a lot of news. It's not just some bullcrap. Oh, look at this Pikachu, this new, yeah, it's, it's going to cover a lot of information. And even though the Pokemon go, sorry, even though the Pokemon company <laughs> has not revealed what they're going to be covering, um, making an educated guess, I personally think that this present will contain information about the upcoming Scarlet and Violet DLC. The reason why I say an educated guess is because we already know that there are going to be two DLC stories coming. However, we don't know the exact dates of this release. So we do know that the first one will, will be coming out on in the fall and the second will be coming out in winter, but there are no established dates. So I can only expect that they're going to announce, oh, this is the release date or whatever. 
Also, we haven't really heard much news about the DLC since Pokemon first announced it, and so I'm sure they want to get the fans all excited for their upcoming release just to increase interest in the DLC and therefore increase sales if there are people that are still, you know, on the fence about getting the DLC. So, like I said, I think we'll be hearing about the DLC release dates and possibly more information about the new Pokemon. I think that the names of the Pokemon that they mentioned were like Ogre Pond, Pheasantipity, Okidogi, and what's it called? Ogre Pond? Yes, Ogre Pond and Terrapagos. But yeah, they might release what their typings are or hopefully type combinations, which is really exciting because I would love to cover them one day in the future. Um... But what I do know is about this presentation is that it is going to be about 35 minutes. So that's a little bit more than half an hour full of information. Of course, not all 35 minutes are going to be pure Pokemon information. There's going to be like 10 or so minutes where there will be a director or some type of Pokemon representative talking about how they're excited about what they're talking uh, about, what they're what's coming out and how they've worked really hard on it. And the rest will be like three to five minute videos of whatever game they're showing off. And this can be like mobile games. Like I said, uh, I think they might put a spotlight on Pokemon Sleep since that came out not too long ago. If they do have a new event going on in either Pokemon Go, Pokemon Masters EX, Pokemon Unite, they're going to show it off. Uh, I think they might show off some Pokemon Unite stuff, letting us know what type of Pokemon that they're going to release in that game. And any updates on any of these games. And yeah, that's usually how it's structured. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's a little bit predictable. Um, I have watched many of these Pokemon Presents and that's always how it goes. You always get like five, ten minutes of the director talking and then some videos. So yeah, I'm very excited for this and I cannot wait for the Pokemon Presents. I will be setting alarm for this, uh, for this because I will have to wake up early. And I might even do an extra episode on the podcast just to cover all the news that the present uh, that's in the present. Yeah. And anyway, that does it for me. I've got nothing else to share. Uh, like I said, if you are going to the Pokemon World Championship, I'm assuming you've already arrived. So have I hope you guys have a ton of fun. I wish you all the best of luck if you are competing or if you're spectating. Please enjoy yourselves and have a safe travel back home. And that does it for me. I've been your host, Santiago. If you can please leave a like on this show or a five-star review on whatever platform you get your podcasts from. If you like, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. The link will be in the description. And for the next Fusion Monday episode, I finally decided on a type combination. The next Fusion Monday episode, I will be covering the Water Steel type. All right, Pokemon trainers, take care. I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.